last Monday, the whole world literally stood still and watched in pain as the cathedral in France, the cathedral of Notre Dame, was burning. And throughout this week, there have been all commentaries in the media speaking about the historical significance of that cathedral. But there's something sublime that survived that fire. And in the last few days, a lot of preachers have used that thematic to reflect on what we celebrate tonight. It is a sublime coincidence that at the end of that fire on Monday, three things survived. The crown of thorns, the cross, and the altar. For people who have no faith, they may call it a coincidence. But for us as Catholics, that's a powerful message in this Holy Week. And I believe that that is such a sublime message that we would use that as our, our theme for reflecting on this Good Friday tonight. The crown of thorns, the cross of Jesus Christ, and the altar of the Eucharist. The crown of thorns is a beautiful symbol of the paradox of the passion of Christ Jesus. That in one object you have thorns and it's also a crown. It's a contradiction. Yet it reminds us of the true essence of what we celebrate tonight. The thorn is the passion of Christ. The crown is the glory that Christ has bequeathed to all of us through his passion. And that's why in our first reading tonight... The prophet Isaiah says, Through his suffering, my servant shall justify many. In the crown of thorns, all of us find meaning. The daily struggles of our lives find meaning in the thorn, in the crown of thorns. And that's a powerful message that I would want us to hold firmly in our hearts tonight. It is such a beautiful message that when that cathedral burned after 30 minutes and everything crumbled, the golden cross was still shining in the midst of devastation. Right in the heart of that wreck, cross was standing and shining. What does that tell us tonight? 
I've been a priest for 23 years, and I've learned one or two things, maybe, in the last 23 years. In the first few years of my priesthood, I worked in a small village, and that was at the peak of the AIDS epidemic, and had to bury parishioners every day, literally. Every day I had funeral in my church. It was my duty as the only village priest, going house to house, consoling parents who were losing young girls and young boys out of the epidemic. And so I've seen pain. I've seen death. In my 23 years, I've worked in villages that there's no road to the village, no hospital, nothing. And so I've seen poverty. I've seen abject poverty. But you know what? In the last 12 years, I've also been in the United States, eight years in Florida, and now my fourth year or my third year here in Pennsylvania. I've also seen wealth. I've seen affluence. But there's something I've learned that all humanity has in common. There is a universal search for joy and happiness. I have come to learn that even the rich sometimes cry. I've also come to learn that pain is universal. You've only learned that mansions do not make homes and wealth does not make peace. That I have learned. There is a universal search to find meaning in our human suffering, be it in the remotest village in Africa be it in the wealthiest of places in Florida or in the wealthiest of places in Mechanicsburg, there is a universal search for why does my wife have cancer? Why have I loved God for so many years and now he lets me die in this sickness? There is a universal question everybody is asking. Why? Why me? Why me? But we have an answer in the cross of Christ Jesus. That's why our first reading tells us tonight, by his stripes we are healed. In the cross of Christ Jesus, we all find meaning to our pain and to our suffering. And the letter to the Hebrews now reminds every one of us. Let me read it exactly as the scripture puts it tonight. So, let us confidently approach the throne of grace to receive mercy and to find grace for timely help. Finally, one of the things that survived the fire on Monday is the altar. Look at the altar. 
and go to any Catholic church, you know what will always be at the center? The altar. Sometimes people wonder with all the scandals in the Catholic church, why are Catholics still coming to church? And I say, duh. <laughs> because our faith is not built on personalities. Your faith is not founded on priests or bishops or clergy. Our faith is integrally bounded to this altar of sacrifice, the Eucharist, the sacrifice of Christ Jesus. That's what gives meaning to our faith. In a few minutes, the deacon will bring forward the cross, and we would all venerate the cross. And at the end of that veneration, the cross will be placed on the altar. I want you to hold that image in your mind when the time comes. How the cross and the altar have become one. That's a spiritual reminder that our joys and struggles find meaning in the heart of Christ Jesus. That our peace finds meaning in the heart of the altar. When the cross and the altar have become one, life is peaceful. Tonight, be reminded that there is a quiet place right at the heart of Christ. Come. Because the Lord says, Come to me, all you who labor and are burdened, and I will give rest to your soul. Let us bow and pray. <clears throat> there is a place of quiet rest. Near to the heart of God, a place where sin cannot molest, near to the heart of God. Oh, Jesus, blessed Redeemer, sent from the heart of God. Hold us, wait before thee, near to the